Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Have you ever been so hurt by a relative or a friend that it shakes you to your core? Have you ever been estranged from one you once loved, a sibling, a parent, a partner? Have you ever been so disappointed by one vested with all your trust that you can't forgive and you can't forget? You want to move on, but the sense of betrayal lingers even as the years fly by. And if you have been so wounded, have you tried to reconcile? Have you tried to restore what was broken, to piece together the shattered shards of shared trust? The name of this week's Torah portion is Vaigash. Vaigash means to draw near, to come close, to take the first step of conciliation. It refers to the climactic scene of the book of Genesis, describing the painful effort of Jacob's sons to reconcile after 22 years of, of estrangement. The first act of repairing human relationships is to draw near, to take the first step forward. Joseph's brother, Judah, vaigashed. He stepped forward to plead for the life of his youngest brother, Benjamin, who had been wrongly accused of stealing the silver cup of the Egyptian ruler. None of the brothers know that this ruler, this person sitting in front of them on the viceroy's throne, was their own brother, Joseph, whom they sold into slavery 22 years before. Here then is the final act of the long drama of bitter confrontations between Joseph and his brothers. The animosity between them began decades earlier as the precocious youth dreamt of ruling over his brothers and they, in turn, left him for dead at the bottom of a pit, finally deciding to sell him into slavery. The future of this family, the entire future of the Jewish family, depended upon the restoration of the bonds of trust and familial loyalty. If the brothers find a way to reconcile, the family will be saved from the ravages of famine. If they do not reconcile, it will be the end of the house of Jacob. So Judah drew near, he came close, he took the first step and delivered such an emotional speech in defense of Benjamin that Joseph broke down weeping 
uncontrollably, his tears washing away two decades of unresolved, unending, and unmitigated pain. And only now, after Judah, speaking for all the brothers, took the first step and came closer, only now can Joseph take a step towards them and reveal his true identity to his flabbergasted brothers, perceiving their shocked disorientation. Joseph beckons his brothers to draw near with the same word that describes Judah's first step. Vayomer Yosef elechav, kshuna elai, vayigashu. And Joseph said, come closer to me. And the brothers, vayigashu, they vayigashed. They stepped forward. They came close. They reconciled. There would be a future to the house of Jacob. But if we read the Torah carefully, it's clear that Joseph and his brothers never achieve full reconciliation. Forgiving and forgetting was beyond their capacity. The Bible hints that until their dying days, the brothers never fully trusted each other. Joseph remained distant and aloof, befitting an Egyptian viceroy. He relocated the family to Goshen, out of the way, but he himself does not join them. And once their father Jacob died, the brothers feared that Joseph would take revenge upon them, that he held back only for the sake of his father. But with Jacob dead, there would be no restraints from Joseph's wrath. I think that the Torah is teaching us that once something fundamental has ruptured in a relationship, it is often impossible to fully repair. Something about the relationship has died and cannot be revived. But still, the Torah urges us to draw near in conciliation, even if full reconciliation is not possible. Overcoming bitterness, preventing animosity, stopping the war, calling a truce to the family feud are worthy goals. It is what saved the house of Jacob. A conciliation that is short of a full restoration of harmony is still better than unending and unresolved contention. A cold peace is still better than a hot war. Some relationships endure no matter what. They cannot cease to be. Your brother is still your brother, even if estranged. Your father is still your father, 
Your mother is still your mother. Even if they have passed, the bond remains. You still feel their love or their distance long after they are gone. That is why you still have lingering pains after all these years. It's why Joseph still feels the pain of abandonment, even after he has risen to the very pinnacle of power. Why should he care now about his brother's betrayal? He is second only to Pharaoh. Why should he even give a passing thought to his first family? He has been embraced by the first family of Egypt. But he does care. He still cares deeply. Despite all of his efforts to forget, despite all of his monumental accomplishments, all the respect and reverence of Egypt, still, every breath is pained by the betrayal of his brothers 22 years before. Because his brothers are still his brothers, even if estranged by betrayal, the bond remains. I meet so many people who cannot forgive and cannot forget the offense of one who was once so close. I meet so many whose every breath seems pained by the betrayal of years gone by. Realize that unless you relinquish this anger inside of you, it will harm you more than the one who caused it. Release the toxin. Let it flow out of you. Our lives are complicated enough as it is. We do not need the additional weight of unrelenting anger of years past. Try to come closer. Try to take the first step of conciliation. Even if you cannot fully reattach all of the torn shreds, come as close as you can. It is still preferable to unrelenting and unresolved anger. A cold peace is still better than a hot war. The philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer composed a parable about porcupines. A number of porcupines huddled together for warmth on a cold winter day. But as they began to prick one another with their quills, they dispersed. But the cold drove them back together again, and the same thing happened. At last, after many turns of huddling and dispersing, they discovered that they would be best off by remaining a little distance one from the other. Human nature is prickly. 
We are drawn together. And once in proximity, are often repelled by the disagreeable qualities of our nature. Find the right spot, not too close, so as to be pricked all day, but close enough not to be left out in the cold.